When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning. It's Friday, February 10th, and yes, I'm doing this in the morning. Uh, I had an afternoon show yesterday because I went hiking. So hopefully you, you listened to that one. I kind of went over, hey, don't listen to a douche on the internet like me. Um, do your own thing. I, I, I did get a lot of people. It's been a down week, so I did get a lot of people um, basically saying, hey, I listened to this person, blah, 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 and I bought, um, and I'm down. Should I just wait and hold on? Well, buying and holding is not a strategy. So, uh, but I, I do have a lot to go over. So I wanted to start it out with I watched uh, Ricky Ricky Gonzalez, I think his name is, um, last night, and it was interesting. Um, in that he said he lost five thousand dollars yesterday uh, in going into TQQQ, thinking that we would have a rebound, uh, and he missed the SQQQ. Um, uh, burst yesterday, and it was kind of clear SQQQ had all of the um, the momentum yesterday. And I'm going to go into Active Trader Pro, and I'm going to show you SQQQ yesterday. And these are five minute candles, um, and you can clearly see from the start of the day it had confirmation the entire day. I believe this was the portion where he went into TQQQ. Um, it never really got significantly under that that nine day and even after hours it's continued to go up but right now you have sqqq pointing down um so he went and 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 basically said hey you know let's look at this so he he lost five thousand dollars on the move he was honest about it you know he trades live he charges you a five hundred dollar fee to watch him trade live um he's got some pretty solid knowledge uh, he's got more balls than I do about going in, but let's go back to TrendSpider. And in order to figure out, should you go into SQQQ or TQQQ, you want to look at the Qs. This is the basis for where should you go? Uh, if you want long-term, if you want short-term trade on those five minute charts, trade on those one minute charts. If you want long-term, uh, like a swing trade, and I don't suggest you hold these over the weekend. Uh, I, I always say this with these triple levered ones. Um, always make sure that you have uh, tight controls. And sorry, if you're holding over the weekend, you can't sell on a weekend. You can't buy on a weekend either. It's better off just to buy on a Monday. Uh, patience has made people uh, save money because you don't know what's going to go on over the weekend. But here's QQQQ. Here's our four-hour algorithm. And you can see I always talk about a button hook. Well, in the Qs, you're seeing a pretty good button hook up here. So where would I be? I'd probably be in SQQQQ. But it's a Friday. Um, your, your RSI is at 55. You're coming off of oversold territory. When you got up here, um, and this was February 2nd, and it, the, the, um, the triple Qs, uh, it went up to 313, and you're seeing it down at 301 right now. Well, 
you know, it, it kind of makes sense that the MACD's up there. Just technically, probably makes sense to buy some SQQQQ. Um, just because we've run so much. Uh, doesn't mean that you're always going to win. Again, make sure that your, 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 your controls are tight. This is, for the first time in a while, it looks like the Q's, the 200-day is actually turning positive. It's slightly positive, not huge, but slightly positive. Um, so in my mind, when you go with the, if you want to know which one should you do, do you buy TQQQ or SQQQ, look at the same chart as QQQ. Where does it say that it's going? That's essentially what it is. Where does it say that it's going? And, and, and then pick your side and you can use our 65 minute algorithm on TrendSpider. If you have TrendSpider, you can look at the cues on a 65 minute. And if it has you out by SQQQ, if it has you in, by QQQ. Hold on once. I am sorry about that. Uh, I yelled hold on because I had a dog crying. I've got a sick puppy who, when I went on my hike yesterday, um, had a little bit of problems when I came home. So um, just bowel issues. Anybody that has a dog knows what I'm talking about. So um, here is, where was I? I was on QQQ. So find the QQQs, blah, blah, blah. Um, let me get back to my notes real quick. I'm going to start out. I'm just going top to bottom. Uh, Brian asked me on YouTube, American Airlines, he bought in, um, and I don't have the comment in front of me. Let me see if I can pull it up. Um, let's see. Uh, I bought eight shares of American Airlines at 1081 during the close down of the pandemic. American Airlines does not have a dividend. Is it worth holding on to? So he bought at $10.81. Let's go back to TrendSpider. Um, here's our, uh, I'm going to go into the four-hour algorithm. Since it's a long-term hold, uh, it does make sense to look at it because you do have, um, wow. Uh, oh, he bought AA. It's not even American Airlines. It is Alcoa. <laughs> this is the aluminum. Uh, let's go back to the weekly at $10. Um, I'm not going to go to a daily. I'm going to go to a weekly. This is amazing trade. A plus on the trade. Um, yeah, you five times your money. So here's my thought on this one. And this is a long-term chart. Uh, if we go back, this is all the way back. It's uh, an aluminum company, Alcoa. Um, you go into Finviz, you look at AA. And you can see uh, the 52-week uh, is uh, the high is 98. Um, the 52 week low is 49 and you've seen this slide in this stock. Um, I see January B. Riley says it's a $42 price target. Uh, Morgan Stanley says it's a $56 price target. Um, uh, October 7th, UBS initiates with a $43 price target. Um, I Honestly, God, I don't know this space very well. It's only got a 0.8% dividend. It's up 10% year to date. Um, from a, a long-term standpoint, I would say you still are above that nine day. And if you're holding on, hoping that you get above this 50 day, uh, at, the last time it was at, over its 50 day was May of last year. This has probably got to do with most of the commodity slide that we saw. When you saw this run up here, this was Ukraine and commodities and materials just shot up. 
And now you're seeing the regular kind of back here. So this is uh, 2020. This is uh, COVID. This is where you're at regularly. I mean, pre-COVID, that's where you're at regularly. Uh, inflation, yearly improvements, blah, 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 takes you up to this price. I don't know that it necessarily makes sense to hold on and wait for it to go back to 100. Um, if you go to our four-hour chart, I always like to sell when the four-hour kind of tells me to get out. And here you go. I mean, you just got out of a 14% run on this one. Um, year to date, again, you're up, what, 10%? Yeah, 9.98%. I'd probably trim it. You five times your money. So I would at least take out your initial investment. Um, you know, the, the dollar amount of your initial investment. That would be my thing is take out your initial investment, dollar amount investment. Um, you'll, you won't have to pay taxes on it. But if you do take out the rest, that's when you'll have to pay taxes. It's long-term capital gain. So I would say, uh, you know, just, I, I would not assume that you're going back to 100. I'd assume that probably, you know, your, your tops on this one, you may go back to 60 or 70. Um, I don't see any analysts that say uh, it, it's going back up there. You can take a look at the insider uh, action that you see. They're selling at about 53. Uh, and these are the EVP CFO. It's not huge dollar amounts. I mean, the last big dollar amount was January 7th uh, at 53, 7 million bucks. Um, another guy sold 2 million bucks. You can see a sale here at 75. Um, so I, I don't know that they necessarily have huge uh, positive uh, thoughts that it's going to stay and go above. But when you see sales like that and you see kind of this chart, I'd say take it off. Uh, Travis wants me to look at, I think this is a, uh, a hype play. I Q I Q I Y T. Is that what it is? Um, I Q L Q I Y T. Hold on. Uh, L Q. Is it L Q? Uh, I Y. T no, IQ. Somebody's gonna have uh, IQ. I. I don't see it at all. Um, let me see. Did I mistype this? Did this type? Uh, IQ. Oh, I guess it's IQ. Is the symbol. Um, because it's IQ I Y I. Hmm. That's the, that's the name of the company. IQ is the thing. It is a communication service, internet content and information. Um, they do, I think, yeah, online entertainment services. IQ is the symbol. Sorry for that. IQ is the symbol. Um, let's go back to the charts and look at IQ. Um, IQ, I-Y-I is the company name. Um, this one has, ooh, God, four hour... Um, we just got out of an 89% gain on this one from uh, November 30th, and you sold on January 19th, and you got back in at 639. Um, let's look at it's not making money. Forward PE is 42. Price to sales is 1.57. So it's not crazy like a lot of these. Um, Morgan Stanley on January 19th, they moved their price target to $5.10, and you are well over that. Um, on September 27th, JP Morgan set a $7 price target. 
you are under that one. <clears throat> well, no, sorry, it's at 737 right now. Um, I think this is hype play. Um, it's a Chinese company. Uh, and I think I, now I remember my comment on this. First is it's, it's run up so much. So that's the first thing to be careful of. Second uh, thing to be careful of uh, is it's Chinese stock. And third thing is you can just see the movement in this. And it's already run up so much. So be careful. I don't, from what I see, <clears throat> they're not making money. Uh, the price targets from the monkeys, which are recent, uh, you've already exceeded. Um, from a volume standpoint, I don't see anything that tells me the volume is crazy. I do see the RSI at 64. I see, if you wanted to trade this one today and get on our 65 minute um, candles, I don't think you're nuts. Uh, but I do kind of see the pre-market, it's at 7.33, so it's down 3%. Um, you're in at 7.62, so it's probably going to get you out from 1,000 candles on this one. Let's just do it. And again, 1,000 candles is about six months. Um, if you were to just buy and hold this stock on 1,000 candles, you'd uh, make 88%. Our algorithm loses you 33%. You only win 29% of the time. Uh, your average win is 6.38%. Now, that doesn't include, I mean, you see 35% on a, you know, tw December 29th, you buy in at $4. You get out on January 6th at 1035 uh, with a 35% gain. So there are big wins in this. Uh, I'd say play it on the hype. I, I you know, if, if you look at a four-hour chart on this one, I just don't see any reason for me to say, yeah, this is one you can invest in. When the monkeys are, are have already had their price target gone gone by, there's no insider uh, sales point. Their their revenue, they've got, got really good revenue. Um, they've got a good float. Shares floated 417 million. Um, short interest is 30, 33 million. The average target price is $5.29. You're 361% above your 52-week low. 788. You're 3% off your 52 week high. Why are you putting your money into something that's at its 52 week high? That would be my guess. But Travis, there you go. Uh, Tom wanted me to look at STLA, which is Stellantis, which came out with a Ram EV yesterday. They announced the Ram EV. Um, and I wanted to read this to you. It's not my opinion. But I, I just so happened to subscribe to EV newsletters, and I wanted to read you this one. Uh, Ram released news of their new EV pickup. Here's the take of a leading EV newsletter that I subscribe to. That's my note. Ram and Stellantis are certainly not leading in the electric revolution. They said they were, but in their press release, they're not. By the, the time this thing hits the market, meaning the Ram EV, Ford is already going to be close to releasing the second generation of the F-150 Lightning. There are going to be three or four other electric pickups available from other brands. Now, it doesn't mean that Ram will be completely left behind, but it basically needs to hit it out of the park on its first try, which is not easy. I'm extremely skeptical, and this is the uh, newsletter guy saying this. I'm extremely skeptical, but maybe we get a surprise on Sunday with specs and pricing that will indeed push past the competition. Uh, personally, I doubt it. That's his take on it. Uh, it gapped up just on the EV announcement, kind of like you see this happen. 
Um, Stellantis STLA. Um, I the algorithm has you in at fifteen seventy nine. You've got this gap up here. I probably wouldn't buy into this gap. Your RSI is at sixty six. The MACD super high. I don't know that I'd buy into the hype. Don't think it's a bad play. If we look at a weekly of this one, um, you can kind of see it's above the 200 day. It doesn't stay above that 200 day um, post uh, uh, post COVID. It doesn't stay below above that 200 day very long. It doesn't stay below the 200 day. But I would feel more comfortable in the $13 range unless, like the the EV guy says, the newsletter guy says, unless they hit it out of the park. If they hit it out of the park, uh, you know, again, you're, with pricing and stuff like that, you could see a pop in this one. Um, but uh, over a thousand candles, which on this algorithm, it's four hours, which is about uh, two years. A uh, thousand candles. Yeah, it's about uh, 500 trading days. So it's almost two years. Uh, you would buy if you bought and held this stock, you'd make four uh, percent. The algorithm makes you one point nine percent. You win uh, 48% of the time, so it's about 50-50 when you win. Your average win is 5%. Probably better off taking the Chiefs. <laughs> Unless you have some type of love for Ram Trucks. And if you think Ram Trucks, I, I heard a great, uh, I was reading the same EV newsletter last night, and they were talking about um, Ford versus uh, Cybertrucks. And Ford F1 Lightning, and, and they do have a history. And if you know this, if you know Ford Trucks, you know, the, the typical Ford user, it's generational buys. Generational, my daddy bought a Ford truck, his daddy bought a Ford truck. So it's generational. So there was some uh, questions whether the, uh, the Cybertruck would win or not. Uh, but Tom, that's not one that I would say, hey, you got a huge opportunity there. Uh, but it's been a hype play. So uh, if they hit it out of the park this week, I think that's, that's one that could bump up. I just probably, again, it's a weekend. Why buy it now? Lyft reported earnings, and I wrote down any reaction is an overreaction in this market. This one's gapping down all the way to about $10. It's at $11.19 in pre-market. This thing closed at $16.23. I had mentioned it yesterday. They lost $0.76 per share. Um, They went from making a profit to actually losing money. Super poor guidance. Uh, I saw Bat, um, Brad Gensler or Brad um, Geisler. I, I forget his name. Um, be, they're getting their ass handed to them by Uber. And um, Brad basically said, hey, listen, there's going to be a one win thing on this. Um, Lyft is mainly focused in North America. Uber is worldwide. Uber has freight. They have food. Uh, they have significantly more uh, chains than Lyft does. And Lyft is having a problem getting drivers and, and importing, you know, making sure that drivers are happy. So they could get their ass handed to them. Here's what you're seeing. You saw this buy-in at $10.71, and I said it yesterday. We were seeing the button hook, and if you were in Lyft, get out of Lyft. Um, you just saw it lose its confirmation. I thought that with Uber doing well, this one could do really well. I was wrong on that one. So... Uh, interesting one, but, uh, I, I have Uber in our core, uh, core portfolio. So, uh, on an, a good entrance, you get into Uber, I think not right now. I think Uber just got hyped up on that, that, those earnings. And I think they're, they're moving up. 
Um, we had a cross up here yesterday that I missed because I did an afternoon show, not a morning show. UNH, uh, 485.63. I am in this at 485. I will probably add more. Last night, it was one of the traders' final trades. And he said, it's just too cheap. And, and I, I, I agree. Anywhere under 500 on this one, I think you're fine. I think you're starting to see the, um, the move um, that, that we're moving out of these high fly runners and healthcare. If you just look at, if we go to cnbc.com um, and I look at, I will look at uh, XLV, I think is the um, healthcare. Uh, is it XLV? Yes, XLV. So I will look at XLV, and, and you can do this too because CNBC is free. So you look at the XLV, and God, I hate CNBC is just a, such a, oh. Uh, we're going to do a one-month comparison, and we're going to do XLV versus ARKK uh, because ARKK does represent the high-flying movers. Look at ARKKK. You're seeing it move down here after the February kind of time frame, February 2nd was its high, and it's kind of moved down. Uh, I think you're going to start to see the healthcare, which is flat, 2% over one month. It's a flat minus 2%. I think you're going to see these converge a little bit. Just my take on it. Uh, I could be wrong, but I do think UNH is good um, for that one. Um, I'm going to shrink this up. Uh, <clears throat> coin. Coin had a big move down, and I was watching Gary Gensler on CNBC this morning about his attack on, um, let me see, what was it? Uh, Gary Gensler looking at cracking down on crypto, crypto staking, which uh, basically crypto staking, if you don't know, it's interest payments like a savings account. Uh, so if you move your Bitcoin to a certain uh, brokerage, then they give you huge amounts of interest. There was like 20% interest if you just park your Bitcoin at FTX or something like that. But he cracked down on Kraken. Um, and you're seeing crypto move because it, when regulation starts to come in, there's some, some scare tactics, blah, blah, blah. Uh, coin had a big move down. And you're, you're not out because some of these move. And then this is the four-hour algorithm. You're not out yet, but you're clearly seeing that button hook right here. My guess is we pull back to this volume shelf of 40. You're at 59 right now. I do think that 40 is probably in the cards. You'd have to cross the 200-day, the but it's been shown the 200-day doesn't provide a whole hell of a lot of support in recent, recent times, all the way back to August. Um, it just doesn't. There's not a lot of support once it gets over that 200-day. Um, it spent almost all of last year, the first half of last year, under the 200-day. And this is Coinbase. I don't have a you know fear of investing in Coinbase. I don't think you're going to zero. I do think that there's always risk in crypto, but coin, I think you can put this one on a watch list. And I think if it hit, gets into the four handles, I think you start buying. Just my take on it. I do think that crypto has a place. And I do think when you start to see a um, stall in uh, the interest rates, I think you'll see this one move up. Uh, I talked about Ricky and SQQQQQ. Uh, Charlie from Zip Trader U last night talked about uh, six um, uh, AI plays. And we've gone over them, uh, but I will put them here. Uh, GFGI, I think it was one. Uh, GFAI, GFAI. 
guard force. Uh, this is one. Um, sorry, my dog again was crying. Thought she wanted something. She just wanted the, uh, the blanket thrown over her. Um, you guys with kids understand exactly what I'm going through, but uh, those with dogs can sympathize as well. GFAI is one. Uh, he believes this one went from 11 cents to 77 cents. And you just, I mean, it's, it's just flying. S-O-U-N, uh, testing a bounce down. Um, essentially, when you look at a, a long-term, again, four-hour candle on this one, you're seeing kind of a pullback here. Um, I, I don't think it's got enough of a button hook to say it's done. It's still over the nine day. You got this gap down here at 307. Uh, in pre-market, it's at 383. It's down about 4%. His other one that he said is BBAI, and we've gone over this one as well. It's also seeing a pullback. Um, this one's got a little bit more of a major pullback at uh, 472. It's down 2% in the pre-market. Um, this is an interesting one because they're helping hospitals, medical care facilities, um, their pro models helps factories. Uh, they've got shipyards and they've got a new contract with the Air Force. Um, the purest AI play, Charlie said, and I trust his analysis, is AI. Uh, most of us saw the um, the C CEO on CNBC. None of us were really impressed with him. I was eh, kind of lukewarm on him. They do have a significant amount of contracts with companies, though. Uh, and this is probably the biggest AI play if you want to play AI. They've got a March product release that could be an enormous catalyst on this one that could push them back up to 30. Right now, I'm seeing that button hook. My guess is that you'll get back below 20 once this hype kind of gets down or the Fed kind of says, you know, we're going to stay at a long time. Uh, very V-E-R-I is another one. Uh, that has run up from 543 to 849. You're seeing that button hook on the four hour. Uh, I wouldn't buy into any of these. Honest to God, I wouldn't buy into any of these right now. It's a Friday. Hold your money. You know, bet on the Chiefs this weekend. It's a better play. <laughs> uh, Mark is the next one. So there's there's your six that uh, of Charlie's that he really wanted to look at. Um, Bank of America. In their analysis, they do a, a quarterly analysis of consumers spending and, and savings habits. Um, they're spending more in January. And they said the lower end of the economic spectrum um, still has about 50% more in their savings account than they did pre-pandemic. So it would take a significant amount of time to get that quote unquote out of the system. Bank of America uh, stock, you're seeing the button hook here at 35. It got you in at 34. I mean, we're running all the way from 31. I said, hey, when it dips under 30, I'll probably buy it. My guess is that when it hits the 200 day at about 34, that's probably when I'm getting into this. It's just too strong of a momentum. I think financials actually move. Uh, their earnings have already come out. The uh, next catalyst is the uh, the ex-dividend date on March 2nd. But Bank of America saying that people still have money and people are still spending probably just pushes the Fed to actually be a little bit more aggressive. So my take on this one. Uh, Goldman Sachs announced that their estimate for this year is that oil will average about $80 a barrel. It's at $80 a barrel right now. 
<clears throat> the administration wants it lower. Most governments want it lower. Russia announced today uh, oil is fairly strong. If you look at UCO, uh, Russia announced they will be reducing their uh, production by 500,000 barrels. UCO on our four-hour algorithm has a buy-in here at 28.79. In pre-market, uh, you're at 29.03. So um, you've got a fairly decent RSI here. You got a MACD cross up under um, the the oscillator line. Um, you know, oil's just been. I mean, I, I've hated the energy trade for this year. Uh, well, I shouldn't say I still love the energy trade. It just hasn't done anything. I mean, natural gas is going down. Oil hasn't really, oil stocks haven't done much, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I made a mistake. The G in chat GPT does not stand for Google. It actually stands for generative. Uh, Chat GPT stands for chat generative generative pre-trained transformer. It does not stand for Google. So I got some bad information. I passed it along. Somebody on Twitter uh, scolded me, and I say scolded in a very nice and loving way. Uh, but uh, and I'm glad they didn't go all uh, internet vampire. Oh my God, what an idiot! Kind of thing. Um, you know, I'm better than you. Kind of stuff. No, he just said, "Hey, you know, good good analysis of it. It does use G, uh, Google's API, so it, it's using Google." Uh, for its training, but it doesn't stand for Google. <laughs> I was kind of shocked on that one. Sherry, uh, our queen legend uh, on YouTube, wants me to look at RGTI. This is a computing company. Uh, it's a hype rally. And I said, Sherry, is this a hype rally? She said, of course. <laughs> uh, our uh, four-hour algorithm has you buy in at 87 cents. Right now, you're at $1.10 in pre-market. Yeah, it's $1.10 pre-market. On our 65-minute algorithm, um, it looks like, are you in on this one? Uh, you've had a pretty good pullback. You're getting out of an 8% gain, uh, and $1 and 11 cents right now is where it's at, but you haven't had a cross up here. The MACD is crossing down. The RSI is at 40. So it might be getting ready to move again. I would probably be looking at this 50 day as a, um, a stop loss point. If it gets under there because that move was so violent, Again, you had you had a, a golden cross back here on January 23rd, which didn't exactly move the stock positive. Uh, you had a gold, a death cross shortly after January 3rd after a couple of losing trades on this. But after you got that, the 50-day down below the 200-day, it immediately moved up. Um, and you had a great move. Now, the reason it moved up, you got this volume. You got these volume spikes. Uh, that... And again, this is, these are 65-minute candles. This is not the four-hour. These are 65-minute candles. But the MACD violently moved down. Um, and you're seeing it kind of put in a floor. If you buy at 110, I would probably put in a stop loss at about $1. Uh, lose 10% on the way down. Uh, I would say 140 is probably where you're looking at it going. Um, if you get buy at 110 and you get to 140, Take profits. Don't be greedy. Um, today, it would be a big move to get up that high, in my opinion, though. Uh, but it's been done before. So, again, this is a 65-minute algorithm. Uh, scans. I'll go over scans. Uh, and these are ones that, I'll tell you, it's a Friday. I typically don't like buying on Friday. Boeing. And the reason Boeing gets in here is because it's on our um, core 
our core buy list. Uh, and I think you can use it as an entry. I'd like you closer to $200. Uh, and I do think that the market has some pullback in it. But if you wanted to get in, it did have a cross up here. You're getting out of a 58% gain run. It's getting you back in at 12, 14, 46. But that's Boeing. It's trading at 212. I would say closer to the 200 mark. I think there is some justification here for it going down to about 191 with a volume shelf level support. Uh, but between 191 and 200, there's really no support. So if you get closer to 200, just expect if it breaks that 200, it'll go down to 190. But I, in my mind, I think this company reinstates the dividend sometime next year. It's a good buy and hold. Because if we, the reason I have this in my core portfolio is because we're still at just COVID levels. Um, now, the dividend was cut around this time where you see these gaps back here, but you're still on a weekly, you're still below that 200 day. You're still above the nine, the nine day on this. And you've got this gap up here between 402 and 416. At some point in probably in the next few years, you're doubling your money at 402. When the dividend gets reinstated, you're probably up here at 340, 350. It's just my take. Uh, Hilton crossed up. And the reason I'm bringing this one up is because it is on my personal watch list. It's not on our core portfolio because I just don't believe in it that much. Um, but travel stocks, I think you can trade. And this one, it crossed up and it's a secondary crossed up based on their earnings. Uh, but it's a strong move. December 30th, you bought this at 125. You're at 150 right now. Uh, your ex-dividend date is February 27th. But HLT already moved. It's got a secondary cross up. The RSI is high. If you want to get in, you can get in. Just beware. It's high. Um, but if you wanted a travel name, eh, I like Hilton. Cotera, which is a natural gas, uh, gas and natural gas play. Uh, this has a cross up at 2437. The last couple of times there have been losses. Just be aware. Natural gas, in my opinion, still has a ways to go down. Um, I, I, you could play this for a pop. Their earnings are coming up February 22nd. I would be wary of it just because their natural gas, is, I believe this was the one that was um, uh, the majority of, it's got a big dividend. It's got a 10.32% dividend. Uh, a lot of the initiated targets are around 28. You're trading at 24. So your high point on this one is not super high. Um, <clears throat> this is a company that has both uh, oil and gas in their thing. So um, I think they have a majority of uh, oil, not gas, but I don't know it very well. Cotera is one. Another one that crossed up is VOC. This one just has a huge, huge dividend. Uh, the dividend was just paid. It was a 2% dividend on this stock. And it went from $10 down to eight. The reason I'm bringing this up is the RSI is down here at 37. Understand the catalyst for this one is gone. The dividend of 10% has, you know, 10% annual has been paid. Do your due diligence. It's not over its nine day. So do I think that it's done going down? I have no idea. I see these dollars back here in September at $6. That was when uh, natural gas was playing, you know, good. Oil was good back then. But you, you've ridden it all the way from $6 to $12 here in January. So if you bought in here in September and just said, you know, I like this one. If you played it, you made 20%. You, you did your thing. 
But if you pulled back, we're just getting under the 200-day. It crossed up. I kind of like it. Um, but I'm not buying anything on a Friday. Just be aware. MVO is another oil trust. Um, this one is using the 200-day as its support level, it seems. But it did just have a violent move down. It just got you out with a 15% gain uh, on February 1st. Uh, and that was a buy-in at 1323. I see this um hold on i'm gonna paris pause sorry dogs barked <laughs> i had to get off uh mvo eqt uh also crossed up and i think i went over this one yesterday but eqt crossed up and the dollar on eqt cross up is ba -ba -ba, 30 dollars and 50 cents so if you want to play this one it's in a downward trend just be understand this one is natural gas and I don't think natural gas is done going down. But if you want to play that one, their earnings are coming up next week, February 15th. The ex-dividend date is shortly after that, February 17th. So Cotera, uh, I'm sorry, EQT, EQT Corporation, uh, probably a good one. Let's go over some of our recaps. Uh, this week was a down week. S-Dow on Monday. We said, hey, S-Dow might be a good buy uh, on Monday. Got you in at 25.53. You're kind of sideways. 25.69 is where you're trading today. So you haven't lost money, but if you got it on Monday, again, this is a, a ultra short. Uh, I don't know that I'd necessarily hold on to it over the weekend because you're just kind of praying that nothing happens over the weekend. JP Morgan on Monday. This one got you in at 139.40. Uh, you got all the way up to 143, but you kind of pulled back here late in the week. I think you're seeing that button hook. Um, if this is a long-term trade, again, like I said, you're buying in at kind of high rates. I would probably wait to get you back near the 130 to 128 realm. Um, they don't have a catalyst. They've already had their uh, their earnings. Um, you know, their, their RSI is down at 43. I don't know that, you know, I'd necessarily hold on to this one. If it was a short-term trade, I'd probably get out with some type of profits if you could. Um, again, that's if it's a short-term trade. SPG, we talked about earnings on this one. Uh, they were eh, decent, but it got you out of this trade. Um, I like this one. Uh, I tend to hold this one. I don't currently hold it. I do trade this one. Um, I had sold out before their earnings on this one back in December um, just to take some profits. So, But I like uh, Simon Property Group. I do. They have a, a 6 or 8% dividend as well. Uh, SARK on Tuesday it was one of our uh, buys. And we said, hey, buy this one. 39.24, you're trading at 41.68 right now. So pretty good move. I mean, almost 10% in SARK. Not bad. Um, SPXU, which is a pro, uh, ultra pro short of the S&P 500. The algorithm got you in at 13.78. You're at 14.11. Not bad. You know, not horrible, not bad. Uh, again, it's been kind of a down week. So these these triple levered uh, ETFs are actually working on the on the downside. SDS on Tuesday, uh, it got you in at forty dollars and thirty four cents. You're at forty one oh three. Not you know maybe two percent. Not bad. Again, I wouldn't necessarily hold it over the weekend. Uh, KHC Kraft Heinz Corporation on Tuesday. I said, this is not one that you necessarily trade. This is one that you probably get into. Um, the, the, it kind of, I said, hey, it's kind of moving sideways. I don't like it. It's above its 200-day. Probably wait till it gets down. 
Uh, got you in, got you out right afterwards. So you're still out. The MACD's down, but this wasn't a great trade. Hopefully I didn't lead you in there. If you are holding it, I don't think it's a horrible hold. I think you're fine. Uh, Wednesday, we had a bunch. I mean, Merck was a big one. Uh, NVIDIA was a big one. Um, let's see where Merck got you in. 105.81 in your 107. I said it was bouncing off this 200-day at 104. I think you were fine buying at 105. Um, yeah, you haven't lost money. NVIDIA, uh, we said, hey, this one has moved a lot. Be extra careful. And on uh, Wednesday, it was trading at 222. You're at 215. Uh, the only reason I brought it up is because that, that move is just huge. I, I'd like you to get into this one under 200. Uh, I believe that I did warn you about that one. Wells Fargo, I said, I am in this one. This was a secondary cross-up. You're seeing that button hook. Hasn't gotten you out. Uh, on Tuesday, you were trading about $48. It looks like $48.43 was the high. Um, again, it was a secondary cross-up, but I'm seeing that button hook and I'm seeing that turn down. I might get out of this one. Honestly, I might get out of this one today at about 47. I'm in down here at 41. It's a nice gain. Uh, I, I thought it was going to be long-term. I might get out, um, buy on a pullback down here. Uh, more towards the 200-day at about 45. But I might get out of that one. Um, uh, LAC, this is uh, Lithium Americas Corporation, had a cross-up. Uh, this what cross-up was a secondary cross-up. We saw some gaps. On February 8th, you were selling at about 26.64. You're 10% down at about 24. So uh, I said it was a secondary cross-up. Didn't like how high it was. Uh, it's moved all the way from 18 in December, so I thought it had its its move already, but I wanted to bring it up. VUG, which is the growth uh, vanguard, uh, I said, hey, you know, it crossed up. It's a secondary cross up. It's kind of moving down. Kind of same thing. Uh, you can listen to Tuesday if you want. There's quite a bit of these that that to go over, but I don't think I need to go over them. You can just listen to Wednesday's show if you want. Okay, that's it. I will be back on Monday. Uh, you guys have a great weekend. I will probably post, and I know I promised this, uh, but I will probably post the, uh, the TrendSpider uh, video as a podcast um, just because a lot more people listen to the podcast than they do listen on YouTube and stuff. But I'm going to go read the YouTube comments. Uh, if you're on YouTube, hit the thumbs up button. If you are listening and you made it this far, uh, make sure that you just subscribe on YouTube. All I ask, you can hit the five stars on Spotify. You can hit the five stars on um, Apple, whichever one you listen on, because those are the main two that people listen on. Just hit the five stars. If you've made it this far, just go over to YouTube and subscribe. I don't care if you ever watch me on YouTube. Just go over there. I think you'd get a lot out of the charts that I show on YouTube, but go over there and look. So I'm not going to make this a drawn out thing, but thank you. If you want to join the private Facebook group below my, uh, on the Twitter, on the um, link tree, there is a link, uh, a, a Facebook logo. You can click that, join our private Facebook group where we have discussions about stocks and things of that sort. So uh, if I taught you anything, you can tip me. You can always tip me if you want. Uh, throw some money my way. Uh, I always appreciate it. I am not a guy that charges you. I am a guy that's trying to teach you how to build your own system to trade stocks. So uh, those are my thoughts. Have a great weekend. <laughs>